You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL at Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and my loyal co-host, Graham Trainer. You can tie a Massey Zeman oh, and Troy. And, and in studio again, Troy is out here on vacation still, all the way from D.C., what? soon to be from Charlottesville, Troy Zeman in studio. Glad to be here. And I think the uh, the radio edited version of what the line Graham was looking for was Blue Falcon, if you ever watched Die Hard in the 90s on TNT. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. You, do you remember like the bad lip overs or, you know, voiceovers they would used to do in those, those um, 90 action movies that were filled oh. with curse words? Yes. I used to have a list and they were, uh, man, uh, where did that list go? It's on an old phone because I had, I had some great ones in there. You had a list of edited '90s action movies. Yeah, it'd be like, it'd be like, you know, they'd always use like, like it's always they always use like fruits and nuts, like walnut or watermelon or something like that, and just kind of really emphasize it. I can't remember some of them, but they were they were they were great. They're all from like TNT and AMC and uh, TBS, some other ones like that. Speaking of that. Watching uh, Shawshank Redemption growing up on whichever channel, TB- TBS or TNT, and then watching it uh, like DVD, it is extremely violent and extreme. <laughs> there are so many bad words in that movie. I, w- I watched it like finally, you know, in high school after watching it, all through middle school, and it's like, oh my god, this is a completely different movie. Yeah. Yeah, you learn you learn exactly who the sisters are yeah. when you watch on the unedited version of Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, I was gonna say, can they even show the Bog storyline with the sisters on network TV? Did wait? Isn't Shawshank Redemption? Isn't it a Stephen King novel? I believe so. It is. Yeah. Look at me, dude. I'm so smart. I'm so it's I'm like so- watching a Quentin Tarantino movie on an airplane. You, you you end up watching it again, and you just think, wow, this is a completely different movie. Um, I did watch a uh ver- the the reboot of Chips on an airplane. How'd that go? Um, I think I want to rewatch it. Yeah, no, I, w- I want to rewatch it with without the editing. So I'm pretty sure there's a, a bunch of nudity and some of the jokes fell a little flat. But I in- insert the punchline a little different way, and I was like, this might be funny. It's it was with, what's a uh, uh, what's the guy? Yes, thank you. Dax Shepard and... Oh, goodness gracious. It is, it's not bad. Was it the guy from Wind Talkers with Nick Cage? Is that How the other chips? Know. Whoa. Maybe. Isn't he Native uh, American? This guy was definitely Latino. He's also played Latino in um, The Last yeah, Watch. Switch hitters like Night that. Watch. Go either way. Okay. Showing a little range there. Um, just to let everyone know... Uh, Jackson almost burned down, trainer. I don't know if you know about this. I, I heard. I heard a thing. What happened? Why is Troy there? It seems. It seems suspicious. It does. There was guy. There was a guy out there saying "Roll Tide, y'all," and lighting things on fire. And next thing you know, the, they had to bring in some uh, firefighters and put out the blaze. It was the Fourth of July. I'm apologizing for nothing. <laughs> um, no. So it happened up a West Grove Aunt Butte. I think it speaks to how dry our summer is and and remains. But the first fire on July the 7th? Yikes. For all those that are confused, we're 
recording on Wednesday. Time travel. Yes. I have a wedding this weekend. Yes. Trainer and Troy were uh, I'm very happy that you're able to come in on such an early date earlier in the week. We're going to time travel. This airs on Friday. But it's it's just I want this to be projected loud. It's just a sign of to come and how fragile this valley will be the remaining bit of the summer. So all you people in a car on your way to Yellowstone that can hear my voice, don't light anything on fire. Do not light anything on fire. So let's let's Stop get smoking. Yeah, go Stop ahead. Smoking your cigs. Stop throwing your cigarette butts out the window. Um we should huddle up. Lots to talk about. We should huddle up. And in case you don't know, the huddle is four things. It is the good news of the week, critical number of the week, something you're stuck on, and then our flex option quote or question of the week. After the huddle, we will get to Friday headlines. But uh, let's let's go right into it. Trainer, your good news of the week. That would be the uh, Massey and myself show. The show uh, collectively, our team, the Dallas Cowboys, will be airing, premiering, and starring on Hard Knocks this fall. I did see this. I'm actually this is the first team. This is the first team that I'm actually excited about to get a backstage look at what's going on. Mainly because I want to see the bunker under the 50 yard line that Jerry Jones has. This is this is great news. This is one of the first teams that has been announced where I'm like, yeah, I'm I definitely want to watch that. Because let's I mean, I can't remember the last several teams. I, obviously the Raiders were one, but it's it's always a team that you're, you know, it's like the Bengals where you go into your NFL fantasy draft you're like I'm going to draft every single tight end on the Bengals cuz they're awesome. And then they're just trash. So Cowboys looking forward to it. No, I mean like it's nice having an elite team. Uh, in the NFL, you know, star on it and not one of those, like you said, those teams kind of, the, I feel like the hard knock teams are always the teams that end up going to London for the London games. <laughs> You're totally it's right. Parallel. It's one of the, it's like, do you want to know what's going on in Jacksonville? You're like, could care less. They're like, care less. You're like, what about the interesting dynamic over there on the Colts? And you're like, still don't care. Yeah. They're the, uh, I care. There's the, they're, they're the elite Thursday football stars. Thursday night football stars. Who do you think? All right, you as Trevor Lawrence did get Trevor Lawrence did get paid. Trevor Lawrence did get paid though. And DJ Shark, baby Shark, Duke Duke do said that the you should look out for the Jaguars this year. They're gonna they're gonna surprise some people. Oh yeah, I'll be shocked. The best thing they had going through them was Blake Borders in the AFC Championship and losing like a thousand to nine hundred ninety nine or whatever that score was. Let no, I wouldn't have that. That was a second half score. Oh, well, let me uh, let me follow up with the, uh, a question about the Cowboys. Is there anybody on the roster right now where you know there's always that guy that's the star of hard, is not, it hard knocks? Best, is it the best in their position? No. No, what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is like there's a guy with the over like the inflated personality because the cameras on him. Is there anybody you can predict will be that guy? Because I don't see Dak Prescott. Like he's too focused no. as a QB, and we're coming from injury to be yeah, like yeah. ham it up in front of the camera. Uh, Good question. So I was um, wondering if there's someone like that that you're like, yeah, it's going to definitely be this guy. Yes. Yeah, speaking of, we're talking about Eastern Idaho uh, sex cults earlier. Uh, Vanderesh, I think Leighton Vanderesh will be that guy, big, huge neck um, from the middle of nowhere. You know, some some like some uh, some old corn fed rural missing him or potato fed out in Idaho, but. 
I'll, I'll, I'll put my money on him. He's that, got he's got he's, a good. Uh, he's a Yeah. He, he's the one with the with the neck roll, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the, the pun intended cowboy collar. So, nice. just a quick question. I know this. Uh, I thought you were talking about this other guy that went to the the Senior Bowl that had the gut. Where did he end up? Oh, I think he went to the Broncos. Senior Bowl. This is very. Gut. This is very vague of you, Troy. The the Teddy, guy. Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> no, it was a what? it was a lineman that kind of was fat. That yeah, that popped really on, narrowing this down. <laughs> really popped on to the Jackson scene. He was guy like with a plaid shirt. <laughs> I think he was the only like division three uh offensive lineman to make the senior bowl or not division three, but whatever. He was a small sure. time college guy and he was just he's just a giant and he just got like nicknamed the gut at the senior bowl because he was always so hot that he would, you know, pull his jersey yeah. up anyway. I think <laughs> he went to the Broncos. Year? I thought that's who you're talking about. That was this year. When he so he, sorry, he was on he was on like that last chance you uh, the division three team? No, I just One think it was just a small time team. I'm exaggerating yeah. a little bit, but either way, I thought that that was who you're talking about because I think he had like a mullet and he was just fitting all the characteristics where behind the scenes, he seems like he would be a character. So missed opportunity. If the gut is not on hard knocks, they should yeah. have followed him around. I think he's on the Broncos. Don't, let's get shirts. Don't cut the gut. Don't cut the gut. I love it. I love this mysterious character. Can we? Dra- can I draft him in fantasy football? No, I love this mysterious character out there. There's this name, the gut. Yeah, it's he was. He's hilarious. Uh, Troy, your good news of the week. Oh, good news of the week. So, um, let me pull it up to make sure I get the name right. Nate McMillan, sorry, all Atlanta fans, was named the Hawks' head coach two days after they they exited the playoffs in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think that is well deserved. He, as the interim head coach, he crushed it. Obviously, took a team that was not, ex- you know, exceeded expectations, and so that's my good news. The guy got what he deserved. I think he's, I think he's fifty six. That's old, right? I mean, not that old, but so old. <laughs> <laughs> it's old and yeah. like it's old. Is that his first head coaching gig? I don't know. I don't know his backstory. Wait. Okay. News to Massey. Go ahead, Pacers, Trey. Uh, no, it wasn't saying anything Brogdon did, but the Pacers had fired him. And he was, uh, I think he was either back on a bench when he got called up for the Hawks, or he was just completely out of basketball, hanging out, waiting in free agency to get picked up. Nate McMillan. Now, um, when did the other coach get fired? I can't remember. My, my bad. I, I assume. February-ish, February. Yeah. I think midway. Halfway through, and yeah, it was actually it was a while back. The Hawks had kept doing what they're doing. The last team I remember like this was the 03 uh, Florida, back then the Florida Marlins, when they fired their coach halfway through the year and they won the World Series. That'd be so sick. Fun fact. Well, well deserved. I think that's awesome. I love a good comeback story. So keep trucking, Nate McMillan, and plus DeAndre Hunter, fan of the show, is on their team. Go Hoos. Go Hoos. Come back strong. Go Hoos. Um, my good news is in 2023, the XFL returns. That's awesome. Spring football. And you know, I'll give you two guesses. I'll give one to Troy and one to trainer. Who is the face and the voice? Not Vince McMahon of the XFL. The rock. Dang it. It's gotta be the rock. He's the owner, right? Well, dang it. No, 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 it's not. It's not. It's, it's actually Dwayne Johnson these days. So I got it. Uh, yeah. So, 
Seems Sorry. Like a, seems like a win on a technicality. What's his most recent role? Black Adam? I think that's his most Black recent. Adam. Yeah, I think that's his most. Re- Do you follow him on Instagram? He's works he's out. Be in the Jungle Cruise movie. I'm actually going to see that for sure. But no, he's, he, he's doing filming for uh, his superhero role as Black Adam, and he just looks super jacked. Is that Marvel or DC? I don't know, but he looks more jacked than ever, so I can't wait to see it. Is that weird? Is that something I can say here in the comfort of this environment? I mean, he's always jacked, so. Also, I have another good news. Have y'all been watching the Euro Cup? Uh, Yes. So, can we talk about the, and this is only good news. I didn't know how to frame it in in this, this, uh, inside the huddle. But the shots of the fans losing their minds makes me happy. I know nothing about soccer, but the, the, I know everything about emotion and fandom. And there's people in like fake armor and people that should never have their shirts off, have their shirts off, just waving them around. And England looks super pasty as a fan base. And you're just like, this <laughs> is what I'm talking about. Trader, did you, are, are you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, for sure. You mean the guys that are coming from the pub? Yeah. They've had a couple of dozen pints. I mean, talk about a fan base that, like, during the I don't Champions League or whatever inter England league there is or United Kingdom league is so fragmented. But when it comes to like England playing as a country, they are all in. I, I feel the United States were not so much that way, so a little bit gets lost, but it's still a ton of fun. Like every four years, Olympics, you know, maybe not the World Cup because we didn't qualify for the last one, or and so it's like that's so much fun when. You can go out into uh, environment and everyone's on the same page and everyone's pumped. I want to party in the streets. It's awesome. Is that so hard to say? Troy's partied in multiple streets. Multiple. When the city has won a championship. Trainer, have you partied in the streets recently? Partied in the streets. Um, let's see. The Mavs placed the five seed. That was a big night. Um, <laughs> no, the last time I, I partied in the streets. Actually, randomly, I, I claimed I was in Spain the night they won the World Cup in 2010. That's what I'm talking about. That would have been. The streets. That was, but that was a decade ago. When, wait, wait, okay. The, they Spain had an, a ridiculous run where they won like a Euro Cup, a, a, a World Cup, and then the Euro Cup again. Like that's, that's six years of dominance on the yeah. national stage. Now, you, where were you in Spain when, uh, when they won? Uh, Madrid. Okay, so that's a big city. So people no, are the, yeah. So are people just lighting off fireworks and there's just no rules? It was yeah. It was definitely no rules. It was everybody was you know just drinking, partying, running around. It was quiet on the streets, like it was dead during the game. And then as soon as the game was over, it was fireworks, probably gunshots, etc. Yeah, it was awesome. That's what I'm talking about. I want to party in the streets. If the U.S. ever wins a World Cup, it's martial law. Everyone's partying in the streets. I uh, I doubt there'll be much party in the streets in Jackson as compared to Madrid. That sounds that's a different wild. Party. European parties are just different. I think Taken has proven us that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, trainer, your critical number of the week. Is taking a party maybe? <laughs> it's a different. Let's not go there. It's a different party. It's a different yeah, kind yeah, of party. Yeah. Critical uh, number. Mine is 36. 36. Um, that is somebody's age as the oldest. Ooh. That is the oldest Olympian to qualify for the javelin. Oh, so close. No, that is the age of myself and Chris Paul. 
Chris Paul, who is in his first finals. Chris Paul, who scored 30-plus points in a finals game. First to do it since Duncan, who did it once in his career. Kareem did it eight times or six times, which is a lot more than one. Um, and also, he went 30-8, and eight, and he was the first to do so in, in a finals debut since Michael Jordan. Isn't this great? I don't know why I've jumped on the CP3 bandwagon. We as a podcast have taken some shots at this guy, but now that he's having some success, it's like, you know what? Good for you. Troy, did you do you have this do you have a similar sentiment? Are you a CP3 guy? I'm a I'm a Suns guy ever ever since Suns in four. Ever since that video surfaced, I was like, let's let's do this. Don't get me wrong, Mama D Dikite, fan of the show. National championship for the Who's is on the Bucks. So. First, first guinea to ever appear in an NBA uh, finals. Yeah, sending history. So I, I have like a little soft spot in that, but it's kind of fun seeing the uh, the. I, I guess you can call them a tertiary. I don't. Want, that seems like a harsh word, but tertiary team in the finals. I mean, I guess they're both kind of. What is not... ter- what is ter- what does tertiary mean? I'm asking for Graham. He did, he's too embarrassed to ask what tertiary means, but I'll just go ahead and ask. Oh, it's. Uh, can you dumb it down for our listeners? Tertiary, it's not not like a not like bully? a primary market. It's like a it's beyond. It's not secondary, but it's kind of beyond that, like tertiary. So it's third tier. Yeah, like third tier. Trainer, it means third tier. Oh, third tier. My bad. I actually had a I had a pretty good joke a minute ago that Maudie Diakite is being a guinea pig for UVA hoops by being in the finals. Okay. Has there been uh, any other guinea pig? Yeah. Might... Okay. That works. Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> Um. That's, see what 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 the hell were we talking about? We're talking about we're C- CP3 being really old, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. I love it. It's great, Troy. Your critical number of the week. So this was uh, uh, one thousand nine hundred ninety-two. Nineteen ninety-two. The Bulls won their first championship. Clinton, Bill Clinton. <laughs> so uh, I saw a little. Uh, Twitter battle between the the Canadians and Tampa Bay Lightning. Canadians said uh, this was prior to them Tampa Bay actually clinching this evening. But it's, they said if Tampa Bay wins tonight, we still have twenty one more Stanley Cups than Tampa. They're trying to flex on Tampa a little bit. The, 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 whoa, whoa! The Canadians? The Canadians. And so you pipe down. You haven't won a championship in three decades. Well, there we go. Nineteen ninety two, and Tampa responds. Okay, Canadians, <laughs> your last uh, Stanley Cup was in 1992, the same year our club got started. And so it was like a, I thought, I thought it was a fun, that was a fun Twitter battle, fun fact for the Stanley Cup finals. Congratulates Tampa Bay Lightning for winning. For winning, for winning the Twitter battle? For winning the Twitter battle and the Stanley Cup finals. So in your face, Canada. <laughs> this feels like, you know, the trainer, do you know the England uh, sentiment in the Euro Cup where they said, it's coming home? I feel like the Canadians had the same thing with the Stanley Cup, except for it's been a long time since Stanley Cup has crossed north into our friendly neighbors, the Canadians. Yeah, it's because it's a basketball country now, the Raptors. Oh, good point. Good point. Kawhi. Yeah. Just see what the, the Canadians just need to just move on with their – with the hockey thing. It's over for you. Can, can we need to move on with your socialized medicine and your closed border and your long winners? Yeah, blue, you just go on with your Jays, maple syrup. The Blue Jays are pretty good. The Raptors won a, a, an NBA Finals. Uh, the CFL has gotten so big for their britches, they won't even partner with the XFL. Yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's all about ball up there. It's not about puck. 
That's a great. When was the last time a Canadian hockey team NHL franchise won the oh, Stanley Cup? We have a stack guy for that. Todd. <laughs> Todd. I didn't see him when I walked in. Todd. That they won a he'll be back. Cup. Yeah, he'll be back. When was the last time Stanley Cup was won by a Canadian franchise? 92 Canadians, right? Is, is, that, is right? that it? Is it, I mean, I know there's a couple, right? There's... All my devices are busy right now, Troy. This has got to be this is you, right. you you knock on the glass and make sure Todd Todd figures that out. Uh my critical number is uh this is a little dark, but it's two years. And that's gonna be timed served. Two years served. He he just got sentenced to two years. His last name is Cabrera. Wait, Angela Cabrera, the golfer, got two years for assaulting a woman, and apparently there are more what? there are more warrants oh. out, or excuse me, more investigations pending. Yeah. So that is expected to pile on. He went to the United States to try to escape this, and Interpol arrested him yeah. in January in like Buenos Aires or something. But if I don't, yeah. I don't know anything about Interpol, but I've seen enough Jason Bourne movies yeah. to know that Interpol does not mess around. Not so good. if you get arrested by Interpol, you're SOL. So I completely missed this. I used to love to watch. I don't anymore. Now these are just bad memories. Uh, I'm watching Anhal Cabrera rip cigarettes at the Masters, and you know, speaking of dropping butts on the on the course, but I'm sure his caddy picked them up for him. I, I completely missed this story. So this is a heavy scene. You heard about this? That's a big big no and now he's not my 28th favorite golfer of all time anymore yeah he um he got arrested in january it says i didn't hear about Jeez. that until now quiet. so keep it quiet is he extradited he was extradited i forgot where he was caught it was either buenos aires or is in like rio de janeiro he was somewhere in south oh, america he's from argentina yeah um but didn't realize it just didn't so, realize this guy was uh, as bad of a person as he is so was he were arrested for charges in America or no. in the United States? Sorry. No. So I think that I, and I breezed over this, over the story because we're in a rush, but he did not get arrested in America. He was, he got arrested internationally by Interpol in a, and I think it was Brazil. I so, got you. I got you. Yeah, it was but Rio he, de Janeiro, yeah, Rio de Janeiro last month extradited back to Argentina. Yeah. Oh. And no next, one next wants to go to jail in Argentina. Not now. Um, uh, trainer, we are on your stuck on. What do you got? Um, mine actually kind of has something to do not with the, not with the the peasants, the the beautiful uh, regular people in the world that were in in attendance for England beating Denmark. But oh, one person that wasn't there was Prince Harry. He wasn't in, in attendance. You know, sitting up there with his brother Bill, and uh, he's you know obviously chosen American footy. And Oprah over his own home country. Were there shots of his brother in the in a box or something? Kind of like when the Mannings, they always showed the Manning family in the box. Yes, yes. Less hair. Like I think he has as much hair as Archie, but uh much younger. Archie's got a better head of hair than that guy. Is, yeah, right. is he considered an expat now, or is that just American term for no longer holding Archie? it? No. Um, okay, I was, about, I, was about to, I was about to come over this table if you called Archie Manning an expat. <laughs> no. Uh, for the Saints? Yeah, <laughs> dude. I was like, wait a, wait a minute. But no, what do you consider Prince Harry now? Is he is he the well, first English off, version of first an expat? Off, 
I'll tell you what, his name not Prince anymore because he's an American. And we don't have royalty or kings and queens over here in America. His name's Harry. I thought he was Canadian. I thought he went over to Canada. Am I oh, well, that matter. might be right. It doesn't matter. He probably, he's a prince in Canada, and they're Stanley Cupless, so whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Canadians were the last people to win the Stanley Cup, by the way. Oh, uh, that's good. Thank you, Todd. Um, prince Harry, out of the shot, out of the picture, but not out of mind, trainer? You're saying that there was, was there an empty seat? Is this like a Talladega Nights thing when Ricky Bobby leaves two yeah. tickets? At, at, yeah, is there like an empty seat next to his brother, like... They should be Prince Prince Harry should be here. Well, I don't know if Kate, that being Middleton, was home with the kids, but it was just him standing by himself, nobody on either side of him. This is Prince William, Prince Bill we're talking about. So yeah, it made it seem a little even sadder because there was two empty seats on each side and no Harry to be found. Are you allowed back in the country, trainer, if you're if you're Prince Harry, you're are you allowed back in? Or is you have to apply for a visa like the rest of us? Do we need uh, visas for England? I don't think we need that. I think they're part of the Allies. He probably have to reapply after all the after all the tea he spilled. <laughs> I definitely on July the fourth. I didn't eat a hot dog, but I did just pour out a tea just to let everybody know I meant business. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, twisted? I, a twisted one? No. No. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> like crazy. Uh, Troy, what is your stuck on for the week? So. Uh, I hate to continue the dark trend, but the Columbus Blue Jackets, Mattis Givlinikis, uh, was the goalie. Did y'all see this? Yeah. It's a sad story. I I don't know why I'm stuck on it, but he was apparently in a hot tub watching a friend's light of fireworks, and a mortar tube turned over, and uh, the mortar struck him in the chest, and he died of chest trauma. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really read into that. I was I always hoped JPP would be the, the worst of all, but he got one up and that's 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 too bad. That's yeah, that was a that's a you know, stuck on that for you know, Yeah, know. it makes sense because you kinda you kinda make those jokes of like there are a thousand Americans that don't know they're gonna lose a finger tonight on July the fourth, and that joke goes goes through the internet, but that's that's a tragic tale. That's just an unfortunate accident. Yeah, and it unfortunately has to happen to someone that's probably so beloved by a huge community. I mean, Columbus loves their hockey. So either way, sad story, a little stuck on it. Got to be careful. Explosives are dangerous. I've come close. How about that? Yeah. Closer closer than I – and you were – actually, Troy, you were there. <laughs> and so were our wives. They were pretty upset at us. Yeah, they got mad. Are you guys still the robot? Uh, <laughs> no, no, Full no. Too soon, too soon, My stuck on Shakari of the U.S. Well, formerly of the U.S. Olympic team, she got banned for smoking weed, and then Arts. she didn't get picked. Yeah, thank you. And then she didn't get picked for the four uh, four by one hundred, and so she's going to skip yeah. the Olympics. This this girl is an up and comer, the next star, the next moment that the United States track and field, like the, the person you could point at and put your finger on the map and say, I'm going to watch this race because this certain individual's in it. And they were like, Hey, uh, weed's a performance enhancing drug. You run so fast when you're on weed. I'm like, no, you don't. Just, that's, <laughs> just don't do that. Don't do anything like fast run. when you're on weed. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe run from the cops. Yeah, yeah. You can run from the cops like a thousand miles an hour, fast as you alive. She's 
did own up to it nicely, which was she's like being good about not, you know, being an Aaron Rodgers and making everything is uh, not her, is never their fault. And she's saying that she knew it or she saw it in the rules and she made a mistake and she's trying to look to next year and winning the, the world champions or setting records or however track bill works these days. You guys will have to let me know. But she is definitely a good personality and like looks like a pop star. It, yeah, she's got a great look. She it's, mm-hmm. she could have I the way she handled the situation was fantastic. It was she could have gone so many different ways, but it's it's one of those things where it's like a I don't want to say archaic, but it's like one of those laws that it's archaic. You can say it. It's just like it's yeah, getting it. yeah. It it what are we talking about? It's like legal in some areas of the country, but not others. And like some sports, like just as citing an example, the UFC has some of the hardest USADA is their drug testing agency. They have some of the hardest drug testing of all the sports in, in the world. Obviously it's a combat sport. There's potentially life or death consequences, but they just like maybe a year, two years ago, they just ruled out weed. They're like, this is not, we're not testing for this anymore. And the fact that like other organizations haven't caught up to that is, it's just troublesome. Cause you're like this, everyone know everyone's looking at this situation. Like this is stupid. You're just, you haven't changed the rule yet. And you just, like you just change the rule now. Like no one's going to do it. No one's going to care. It's such an eye roll. And like, I mean, I guess it depends on what state she was in. Right. Uh, Oregon, which when she tested, oh, no, oh, she wasn't Oregon. Oregon's legal. Well, I, well, I think that's she where the, in, she wasn't in Wyoming. You know, a dumb state. The Oregon was where the Olympic trials were taking place. They're right. they're, they're right. holding them at the Ducks, so I can only assume she was there when it happened. Weed law, weed laws are so archaic that the NFL stopped testing for them. Right. So that <laughs> think about that institution on itself, and not only that. The state of Alabama is going through the legalization of of uh, medical marijuana as we speak. You know how backwards Alabama is? It's a, it takes about 10 years. If you want to get rich, you find a trend going on in California, and you wait five years. You go to Alabama, you implement it, and wait five years for it to take off. And they're like, hey, have you heard of Uber Eats? And you're like, that's 15 years ago, bro. <laughs> yeah. Being from Alabama, that's true. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that is how archaic this law is. And, and the reason I'm stuck on it is because we had this like i don't know people had someone to look up to and she had great flash to superstar and she and she could have been a superstar and then someone just said how dare you and now everyone's mad and i and that's and i i'm getting a little fired up for it so allow me to get off my soapbox graham your quote or question of the week well, now my new stuck on his mask, he's moving back to Alabama. <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the quote of the week was, hey, don't make the mistake I did one time. I looked him in the eyes and was mesmerized. Um, You're talking about uh, Paul Rudd's uh, wife. I don't know. I have no clue. Uh, Brad this is Pitt's Charles, Charles Barkley. This is Sir Charles Barkley. Speaking, oh. of British. Uh, speaking of Tom Brady and flirting with him on the course, to t- I think Tom Brady said something back as in, only my wife can talk to me like that. Chuck. Chuck. 
The uh, did he call? Did he call him Chuck? Because Chuck probably melted in his shoes when he heard his pet name. I'm sure, I'm sure he was just like just just oozing, oozing through Brady's fingers. I think that the um, when the Max Four is what it's called was was it was pretty fun. I watched a little bit of it yesterday. It was at the reserve at Moonlight Basin in Big Sky Resort. Been there. Uh, there was some good some good uh, trolling from Phil against Bryson. Made him shake a couple balls. So I, I enjoyed watching a little bit. Did, how long did you watch? Because it was right up against the NBA Finals Game One, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably watched. Uh, I watched. A, I just watched probably two holes. One where Brady talked to Gronk, and then one where Aaron Rodgers. I saw Aaron Rodgers seek the putt live to win it, which you know, big eye roll again. I think what so I didn't watch a moment of this, but I did watch the highlights, and it just seemed like everyone was ripping on Aaron Rodgers, and he just seemed super sour, and it just made Aaron Rodgers confirmed <laughs> confirmed that I don't like Aaron Rodgers, and Bryson DeChambeau, it didn't seem like he had much to say outside the first couple of holes, and then it, after that, Tom Brady kind of lost all of his jokes, and it was just Phil just BSing around, being like, "You guys realize this is golf, right? Okay, cool. I'm gonna hit this. Watch me hit this drive." Yeah. Okay. I didn't watch any of it, and I didn't even watch any highlights. Which, but the way you describe it doesn't surprise me how it went down. Yeah, Phil. Phil was kind of carrying the day, and Phil has has a little more of a stage presence than all those guys. Well, even yeah, now, this is his, his major win. It's kind of become his thing. It's kind of like book a book a uh, book a match with Phil. And he kind of organizes, I feel like he organizes the field now. Um, but everybody, it was, yeah, it was a little weird. It was, I don't know why it was up against the final. Why didn't you have it on today, tonight? And then also yeah. a lot of the AirPods out there, they were kind of taking calls from, which made it kind of funny at, at times. But Bryson's just, yeah, Bryson's a weirdo. He just, I feel like he doesn't know how to talk smack for a guy who plays professional sports and a professional sport like golf. You, you just go back and forth with your competition on the course. It seems like an odd fit for him. I don't. I don't really, he's just obsessed with the, the weird like uh, analytics and stats, and I feel like he doesn't really enjoy the fun aspects of golf whatsoever after watching it. So, so golf, like it has to be. You know how. What what are the statistics on like an NFL football game? They're like an NFL football game is three hours, and it's only like. 30 minutes of actual gameplay, and you're like, okay, whatever, don't care. But with yeah. golf, it's got to be even less of a ratio. It's got to be like, like it's got to like maybe an entire golf round from like club hitting, lining up shots to club hitting ball to ball landing. There might be for an individual player three minutes of action versus a four hour round. How do you not learn how to talk BS <laughs> in between those in between those shots? That's a great point. I have no uh, idea. Uh, it's odd. I mean, I, I don't know if he enjoys hanging out with his caddy because, like, they were, I feel like they were just kind of, they're doing golf carts and just kind of walking to the car and getting, like, to the clubs. There's no caddies involved. Maybe he's just super introverted. But, I mean, yeah, even learning the sport, I can't imagine not wanting to just have his BS chuckle a little bit. He was so hard to, like, I remember still kind of talking to him on the green and just kind of, you know, making, like, dumb old dad jokes about putting. And he just was, so intense. He's like, no, I'm reading it this way or something. It's like, all right, dude, you just don't understand how to talk. Okay, you're a robot. Got it. So it's safe to say he probably won't be invited back? The Kawhi Leonard of golf. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, what's your quarter question of the week? So kind of general. I didn't have a – I wasn't too super inspired by this, but my question is if 
you know, with LeBron James losing all the playoffs and all these injuries, the Kawhi, excuse me, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Um, are we seeing like the the change of the guard in the NBA? Are we seeing these superstars that we're kind of used to being surrendered to the new teams? That's my kind of question. Watching these these finals play out. Interesting, trainer. I might let you take this one because I don't I don't have a very clear thought on it. And I guess my initial is like we're we're it's kind of like the what's the trainer? What's the draft class with Eli Manning and Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger? It's like 2013 or something. No, 2007. Like, no, no, no. It's it's not really bad. It's probably 04. That is 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 that kind of what you're saying? Like this this draft class of athletes are phasing out, and we got a new new one in trainer your thoughts i mean yeah it's certainly certainly possible i don't know what the booker i think booker might have been i know aiden aiden is in the luca and trey young class that was 18 so that's very recent that's like those guys have like super expedited uh becoming the next you know the next blood in the nba uh i mean cp3 has obviously been on a team that he's kind of like half coach half half player and then obviously extended his career this year but I mean, you know, it's I feel like it's always just one one player away from, you know, the Lakers or Kawhi and if Paul George, they want to stay together. Um, you know, if you just acquire a player next year that can because I feel like Seth Curry and the, and the Warriors are gonna go in the right they're going in the right direction and they're kind of getting younger under the radar because they have so many draft picks and Wiseman of uh, was picked last year. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely but it's definitely like, I mean, you're gonna in the next two years, it's going to be one of those things where LeBron really is going to have to see father time and it's going to be a struggle to watch. Yeah. Because we had, you know, the, we had like the Braun versus the, um, Warriors Warriors for like how many finals? Is Four that? years. Yeah. Four that was, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a serious like battle. And now it's kind of, you know, that class is kind of behind us, which was a big mm-hmm. deal. I, I mean, yeah, I grouped no, them all no. together, but. Wade's gone. I mean, yeah, Wade's gone. All those. I feel like LeBron is LeBron and LeBron CP3 uh, are like the only 36 year olds that are still around that are of note. But yeah, you, I mean, you make a good point because that's kind of they're kind of the last of their kind. And then you got guys in the middle, uh, middle aged guys like like uh, Kawhi and Paul George in like the early 30s. And then you have all the guys like 25 and under that are really standing out right now. I'm I, here. Here's a thought. I think. I think. Um... And this is completely based on Trey Young and maybe Ja Morant, but like the age of the middle age, middle range jump shot might be over. Uh, the lost uh-huh. art of middle age jump shot, and we're going to start seeing people with uh, the floaters because Trey Young just floats everything, oh. and Ja Morant, I mean, besides him jumping out of the gym, also performs a bunch of floaters. I wonder if it's if we're going to see this like new age of like offensive basketball where these smaller point guards either shoot a three and unlike well who was it Dwayne Wade and Russell Westbrook they take it hard to the hole these smaller guys are going to be able to get people off balance and throw a floater up and maybe maybe we're going to see the birth of birth of that generation and Trey Young and John Morant and who am I not considering here but are at the forefront of of a new style offensive basketball yeah totally I mean Steve Nash was kind of the Best, probably the best example of winning backpack MVPs by being a flutter guy. And uh, obviously, coaching now, 
I mean, I don't know if he's going to like implement that. Like, hey, Harden and Kyrie, I want to talk to you guys about flutter shooting. But I think that it can be, yeah, I can definitely see it being like the the smaller run, the smaller running quarterback in the NFL. It's kind of like maybe the, the point guard who likes, who likes to float is that. Uh, it's, it's all range. Yeah, it's more like a like a finesse basketball play. We went through a phase in the NBA where it was well, Zion Williamson is still out there, but like yes, he all, is. All LeBron did, and kind of I don't want to say all, that whole generation, but they just kind of went down and just slammed it. And now there's like a new like Trey Young type style where it's this finesse game where it's like you, you know you you get open, you find a little bit of space, and then you do your floater or jump shot or you know. Kobe, you know, generation was like he was pretty much bodying people, but with the new rules, like you can't really body people without getting called a foul. He'd body people up and get his space, and now it's like a new like little you got to get by your guy and kind of just create your own space and a little bit more finesse to it. I did like. I mean, Kobe Bryant had a twelve foot jump shot. Michael Jordan had a twelve jump jump shot. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard Leonard has a twelve foot jump shot. Like there, there is going to be. I think there's got to be a shift back to it after the stats and analytics guy like gets chewed up and spit out of NBA basketball. Right now it's like you shoot threes or you dunk it. And there's still space in basketball between threes and dunking. And I think I think we might be seeing the emergence of that. And that, that allow allow us to applaud ourselves and come up with this theory on the fly here at Teton Sports Talk. Without <laughs> the help of you, Todd, enough out of you. But so no, I'm, I'm, let's just call it here first. Well, I mean, before we get to Friday headlines, let's call it here. The the new trend in the NBA floaters. Yeah, finesse basketball. I'm I'm seeing it. All right, I got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. What does Damian Lillard, Jay Wright, and Kevin Love have in common? I'll I'll, I'll give you a second. There it is. I'll k- kick it to you, Troy. What do they have in common? They all play NBA basketball. Nope. Trainer. Uh, Jay Wright is in the Villanova head coach? Yes. Oh, dang. Sorry. Uh, not currently in NBA. Just wanted to troll Troy there. Um, yeah, I good job. They're, they're all born in California. That that actually might be true. I don't know if that's true or not. They're on Team USA. Kevin Love, oh. Damian Lillard on Team USA as players, and Jay Wright as like the fourth assistant coach. I'm like, what are you doing, Jay Wright? Who's the first? Who's the head coach? Greg Popovich. Oh, cool. Assistant coach Steve Kerr. He's trying to get a medal. Yeah. Jay's trying to get a medal. He's got two rings with Nova. What else is there to achieve? That's awesome. I forget about Team USA. Is Greg now. Popovich? Is he is he does he have dual citizenship? I have no idea. Neither do I. Conspiracy or, or early headline for 2023 or four? Jay Wright to the NBA? I th- th- so that's he, where he, I was he going. Groomed? That's he groomed overseas. Interesting. Thank you, trainer. That's exactly where I was going. Jay Wright, one step out the door at Villanova to the Spurs. Greg Popovich is picking his replacement. Oh wow! That I already like right. that. Write the Friday headline, Jay Wright to the Spurs, yeah. August 2021. That's um, not bad. We don't have much time, so let's go right into our last segment. Um, actually, we do have time enough for this. Is Giannis, What's up? Is Giannis made out of rubber? Did you see his knee injury and then he played game one of the finals, trainer? I actually didn't see his knee injury. I remember he only said, was, I hope to play in the next decade or something, but I did not see one actually took place i think he stepped i think he came down and stepped on somebody's foot like during a rebound or something 
And he grabbed that knee, and he was in obvious pain. He limped off, didn't come back, and then he comes out in game one and starts dunking. You're like, are you like, what? Are your bones and ligaments made of like gelatin? Like, what are you? What is going on? How do they recover so fast? They call them the Greek freak, man. They're made out of Greek yogurt. All right. Well, uh, yeah, (laughs) maybe. So, Friday headlines. I'll kick it to you, trainer. Um, yeah, I've got um, one great snippet, one headline I'm going to put in, put out here. Um, I've been looking at some of the NIL, the name, image, likeness, um, you know, sponsorships, as we touched on last week. Master P's son yes. is a point guard. Speaking of point guards, he might have floated it, too. I haven't seen his highlight really yet. Probably. Uh, he's a point guard at Tennessee State. Shout out to Tennessee um, and the sex cult. And he is <laughs> that, was Eastern, two, that was Eastern Idaho, Graham, but continue. Same thing, same thing, same thing geography. <laughs> Close enough. Um, $2 million with a web apps America, but he's so far is the most lucrative of any sponsorship. So a little bit of who your dad is, but, you know, hootie who, it's awesome. It's cool to see. Dude, hell. But Master P is a sports agent. Hasn't he represented people in the past? He might have. I think he's on somebody's team, yeah. No, I think Master P has represented some like some like serious stars in his sports agency. That being said, Master P also almost made like an NBA roster at some point. Like he's an athletic guy. I feel like this is yeah. news, but not news to me at the same time. I feel like I've heard this. Well, it's late. My brain <laughs> is grinding to a halt. I got, but the, I got the real the real headline. Okay. Okay. Well, hold on. Before you, before you do this. Oh. I love the fact that someone from Tennessee State grabbed $2 million yeah. of NILs. That, <laughs> That's that awesome. fires me up. Yeah. Continue. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Um, yes, last week I went with Rogers Ops out. I was incorrect. Although, got like a .25, as in .25 in the, in the Frank Boring. Um, he's coy on his week one status. So take that as a slight moral victory. Um, this week, I'm going to go with since the Bucks and Suns have played yesterday, as in Thursday night, Drew Holiday, big comeback game, scores 30-8 and eight to match Chris Paul, while Mamadi Diakite goes from a coach's DNP to playing 10 minutes in an important game, too. I like everything about that. I think Mamadi Diakite has big game moments, and he's a big-time yeah. player and shows up in big-time games. That's all i got to say about that. That's all I gotta say about that. Troy, your Friday headline. So this one is a uh going to Wimbledon and tennis. I'm saying Roger Federer is going to officially retire after the major season. Is there a t- I know summertime is when the tennis play most of their majors. So I don't know if it wraps up with Wimbledon or what, but I'm saying Roger Federer is going to be hanging it up after this quote unquote tennis season. Okay. He made so it. US Open. Where is Wimbledon? No. What's Wimbledon played on? Is that the clay court? No, that's the grass court. London. Oh, you're from London. <laughs> but another trip on the body. From London town, are you? Okay. Oprah Winfrey. She's from London. <laughs> no, no, just Harry's girlfriend. Oh, right, 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 right. Of course, of course. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, and then the what's the late one? The one in New York. U.S. That's Open. US What's Our U.S. Open? Yeah. And but that's the, on asphalt. Pretty much. <laughs> Don't say ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fault. Um, all right. I like that headline. He, he apparently had a 
tough loss at Wimbledon and made it unclear in his interview if he was ever going to be returning. So it's not too far of a leap, but um, he said he had to reassess his situation. I, I like to I like to think that you heard it here first on Teton Sports Talk. My Friday. <laughs> My Friday headline, it was going to be Jerry Jones preemptively gets fined for all the things he says during hard knocks, but we already covered that. Friday headline number two that I have is Tim Tebow makes the Jags. Oh, He has just recently hired or someone has stepped in and said, I will be Tim Tito's, Tim Tebow's personal tight end coach. I will make sure he knows how to run a five-yard out and catch the ball simultaneously. Tim Tebow makes the Jags. As a tight end? As a tight end. As a tight end. I was thinking like he's only going to be – he's going to be in like an assistant trainer or assistant coach or something like that. <laughs> and Tim, you just tape this guy's ankles. Just tape the ankles. Make sure the bath is cold and full of ice. Make sure he's circumcised. Sorry. Sorry. That could be that could be that could happen. That was a that was an old he used to volunteer back in the day. That still counts. That's an old Florida, Alabama rivalry joke. Trainer, you got any, you got anything else for the for this week's show? I cut I cut off for a minute. I was gonna say, was that Shannon Sharp who was the one who was saying you would tutle tutelage to her? Yeah, Shannon Shannon Sharp's going to step in. Him and Julio Jones are going to com, com, combine forces and uh, help Tim Tebow make the Jaguars. No, that's it. The, or the last thing I have, you guys, I heard Florida and Alabama mentioned. Um, let, me, let me know. we got another sponsorship for you. Just off the ticker. Um, Jaquincy Kool-Aid McKinnistry, an Alabama defensive back, is being able to sell a non-fungible token for $750. Not quite masterpiece sun money, but, you know. It's a step in the right direction. He's selling currency for seven hundred fifty dollars a token. Yes, correct. And and you, with that, when you buy his NFT, as the as the, um, the cool kids say, NFT, uh, you get to go to one Alabama game on on the house using his family tickets. I'm gonna start describing cool. all the CDs we don't use around KHOL and start calling them tokens and charging people seven hundred fifty bucks for them. I mean, that's that's some serious <laughs> cash to a college kid, right? Like seven hundred fifty bucks. That I could I could stretch I could stretch seven hundred fifty bucks in college. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me and one other person are gonna have a good time for like a month. Yeah. He's probably got plenty of perks, like in terms of like being on the Alabama football team and getting meals and all that. So he he can make you know. There's probably have a good time. Yeah. There's probably various car dealerships that just you know let him test drive <laughs> some stuff. Hey. Name image likeness. Yeah. Exactly. Sports fans, that is it for our show. Please download our podcast if you like if you like what you're seeing. Right now, this man is taking over our computer. I need you to get off my computer, William Walkie. Um, get off my lawn. Yeah, he's over here trying to edit this. There it is. I got him. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you. Download our podcast. Look us up on Teton Sports Talk. Review, download, delete. Download again. We'll see everybody next week. That is it. That is all.